Coming up this week on the Zoom, a very special guest who comes from an era when Jamaica was known for its great singers and entertainers. Because of his talent, he has toured the world and back to Jamaica. But we're jumping the gun. Let's get to know a little bit about the best dress on stage entertainer that we ever had coming out of Jamaica. Mr. Tony Gregory. Hello, Tony. Hello, Howard. How are you doing, man? I'm not doing as good as you. Look at that tan. Brother, send me some of that sunshine. Yeah, well, I'm always in the garden, you know. That's, that's it. Well, that's nice. The best dressed on stage, Mr. Tony Gregory, as I said before. Welcome to the Zoom of CKUT. You know, I opened... Ed, with the song Why that you're listening here, man. Yes, uh, welcome, my friend. I hope with a song, I think um, it's a little bit scratchy, but folks, for those of you who are not familiar, this is how uh, this record is coming from the 60s. And um, I, 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 it was done around 1964, I think. Oh, actually, 63. 63. 63. At the end of 63, yes. The name of the song is My Darling. And as a young guy, I always wanted to sing this song. Not that I was good at anything named singing, but I wanted to try it because I love the bridge. Who wrote that song? I wrote it. Whoa. It needs yeah. to re-record re this over, my friend. I did. Ah, in a reggae version? Yes. All right. We're going to see. Actually, it's actually on my new album that is coming out pretty soon. Ah, that's um, nice. I thought I'd do it all over again. And um, it turned out pretty well. So I was going to ask you to tell me the story behind this song. Oh, well, you know, you know, it was uh, I was with um, Byron Lee and the Dragonaires between 1960 and 1963. Right. We did a sing before which was called baby which i wrote as well mm -hmm. and you know with the band and um it got played and and uh was okay this was in 1960 so i wanted to do another a single another 45 and uh byron actually wasn't uh interested um or he was very busy mm -hmm. doing other <laughs> things and we also ended up touring for the first time down the West Indies. So when I came back, I asked him again, why don't we do a single, another single? And he still wasn't interested. So then I went out on the loop and got a backer and uh, wrote this song and recorded it myself. Mm. Went into the studio and um, took three wonderful musicians uh leslie butler wow. steve uh, on piano steve dawes on bass and carl mcleod uh who you know worked uh, quite a lot with uh, ernie wrangling right on drums right and we recorded a song 
And then I made my own label. It was called Rainbow. <laughs> and I decided to put it out. And, of course, it got immediate um, lots of plays it, on the radio. Let's just put it this way. It was a massive hit in Jamaica at the time. <laughs> yeah, let's well, just say that, all right? Now, I, I want to okay. know, um, you went out and you did all of this. How old a guy were you then? If you don't mind um, me asking. I, I mean, um, uh, 16, 17? 17, 17. Wow. Wow. You know, um, now that we have opened that door, I want to ask you, which school did you attend in Jamaica? I, prior to that, uh, I mean, in, in, in the fifties, I mean, I spent an early, uh, part of my life in the Alpha Boys School. Mm-hmm. Where I actually learned, um, you know, I got a scholarship from the school to go outside and 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 uh, to a special uh, school, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the uh, boys choir school, where I studied uh, music and theory, and um, that really helped a lot. Folks, I don't want to cut across, but I have to give that school that he mentioned because I used. I used to walk through the back of Alpha as a young man coming uh-huh. from Calabar Elementary to Vineyard Town, okay. right? And we could hear the music. Alpha Academy has put out some of our greatest, greatest musicians. I'm talking to one here now. But you, you name it, all the greats come, came from Alpha Music uh, uh it's it's not a music school. It was just a school that catered the 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 the, 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 the they had a nun there with a little DJ with with a little D, um disco. Sister Ignatius. Oh yes. <laughs> so you see, I'm not lying. Sister Ignatius yeah. had the pleasure yeah. of um meeting her, and uh, she came to Calabar Elementary School to do some discussion amongst um for music, but I was too much into my soccer, so I wasn't interested in that. But um we have to give Alpha props because believe you me, as I said, you name it, they came from Alpha. Now I wanna just um jump into this. Um so at what age did you really start singing? You know, when I well, said you know no, I, I went uh with the Alpha. I went to um on a Saturday martinee at Carib Cinema. Mm-hmm. You know, there was all schools met on this Saturday. They they got this opportunity to go and see uh two films, mm-hmm. you know, a double double call it in those days a double bill. Okay? Yes. And in the middle of it, uh there was a a, a little thing called Opportunity Knox Power. And this was done by the the late Vera Johns. Johns, yes. Okay. <laughs> and he wanted people from the school, you know, who could come up and 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 sing or perform or do whatever. And um, there was only one piano player up there, and it was Frankie Bonito. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was about, I, I think I was about um, nine or eight at the time. Can't even remember what what year that was now. But I think, yes, I was about eight. That's it. Mm-hmm. And I went and I went up. The, of course, you know, the the, the 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 boys in the school pushed me to go up to sing. I really 
uh, didn't really want it. But reluctantly, I went up. And um, the first song, I mean, there were others, of course, from the other schools. But then I went up and sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Mm. That's the very first time I ever sang a, a song on my own. And um, I, I chose that song. And um, I won the first prize. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, Which was a box of chocolates. No, roses, <laughs> chocolates. Compliments of Lanaman's um, um, sweetie place, whatever it was at the time. Yes, yes. It's an English um, um, thing. But, um, you know, of course, I didn't, I only, I think I got one chocolate out of it because, of course, you have to give it to <laughs> the rest of the school. You had to they, share, they, yes. They yeah. there, you know. So, so that, that was your first big, in, big, inspirational show singing at, at, at the Carib Theater, beautiful theater. Um, I, yes. uh, continuing with that, um, who inspired you to sing? Who, which artist was it somebody in the no, no, music no. business? It wasn't like that in those days. You remember I was, I was in Alpha, you know, we really didn't have that much, um, access to, to radio, uh, to listen to the outside world. We get a little bit of it, but it really wasn't. It's what you learn in the school, you know, and, um, but I just love music. I, I was hitting my knees and, uh, you know, <laughs> doing all sorts of things whenever I hear a song, you know. Yes. And I, I liked singing very early. And, you know, I, I was singing in the, in the, the in, in the school. And then they said, why don't you, um, you know, do this exam? Uh, and, and that is what I did, this exam to go to the school on the outside. Mm. Run by a, a priest, um, Father James Healy. Right, right. And um, that was incredible. You know, I, I, I got the scholarship. So I was able to go out along with maybe another eight other students, you know, to go out to this special school and uh, where we studied um, voice training and, um, you know, um, music theory. And I also studied the piano there as well because I like playing piano, you know. You know, I love I, the I, instrument. Go ahead, Tony. Sorry about that. Yeah, and then that was it, you know. Um, that That is where it all started. Nice. So I was I was able as a choir boy then in this particular school because we we worked for the cathedral choir, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and mm -hmm. cathedral. We did all the big um things that were happening, you know, weddings and all that sort of thing, and, right. and of course uh, masses. But then um, we also did performances outside. You know, we would go on the north coast. The, the father would take us on the north coast, you know, to some hotels for us to perform. And we were doing um, very nice songs, you know. Mm -hmm. um, so in 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 the sixties, you 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 when you finished school and all this that. This was in the fifties, you know. This was in the fifties. Fifties, yeah, no, no, yeah, th that part of it, yes. But no, in the sixties, no, okay. when you were finished with school, um, who who taught you them stage movements? Then I, I mean, I saw you had Capri that, that is a that is a um, that is something you you develop on your own, you know. I mean that that developed over a while, you know. Uh, Depends on the songs, but I w was very early in doing my own songs. I would write songs, you know, um, just sing, sing along my own tunes, you know. But at the same time, I were also doing 
songs that we heard coming out of um America. Right. Right. And um you know that was that was a that was great time and I and I got a chance to do Ver Johns because he invited me to do he had a thing going around uh where I would you would be performing um also doing the same thing in between um films but this was now uh, adult you know things like at the Palace Theatre and Majestic and all those places so he took that around and then gave me a chance to to join and this was the area now where you had to now really because you're singing now really properly against really good singers and good artists, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they were all amateurs, but of course, you know, you, you had a chance to win things, you know, two pounds. <laughs> so my first thing was a one pound, which again, they, you know, it was a thing like they would line you up on stage, the same thing like what they do at the Apollo, mm-hmm. you know. It would line you up on stage uh, after your after you did your performances and all that, and then he would go and, and, and hit everyone at the back of their head, and then the audience <laughs> would, would be the one who would choose the, choose the singer, the, um, yes, the, the winner. winner, right, you know? right, yes, or, or uh, the second and then the first, you know? right. I, I mean, it was um, you're on your way up doing your thing. Now, when you're in the sixties, you were with Byron for a while. And, um, I, I, let me see, let me see if I can start up a little thing here. And, um, this one. This is only a fool breaks his own heart. I want you to tell me the story about this. Why do I keep fooling myself? Let's give a listen to him. To when him. I know you love someone else, only a fool breaks his own heart. Now I pretend that I don't see when you walk with them down the street. Only a fool breaks his own heart Now I have to admit it Though it hurts me so, girl I can't forget it If I'm a man, I'll let you go And trying to hang on oh to a love already gone. Only a fool breaks his own heart. Beautiful song. Tell me about this song because you know how many hearts were broken in Jamaica when this song came out? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trust me. You know, during this period, you know, I spent quite a lot of time. Uh, after 1963, I left Byron, and that, that's when My Darling came out. Mm. After that, um, I then joined um, Studio One. Oh, Coxon. Yes. So we missed out on that. Studio One, you see. And with Studio One, I did um, Baby Come On Home. Mm. Which was a, a massive hit as well. 
And I also did Your Mind, which was the very first time Marcia Griffiths ever oh. uh, recorded. Well, she recorded song, but the first time uh, she ever came out with a single. And we we did that together. And um, after that, I, I did, an, uh, in 1965, I did another song, another uh, 45. And then I went on tour with Carlos Malcolm. It's another band. Yes, big band. <laughs> One of the best bands Carlos ever to come, come out of Jamaica. Jamaican rhythms. Yes. Huh? I know I said one of the best bands ever to come out of Jamaica. Yes, yes. Very, very good. Mm -hmm. Very great musicians. We went on tour in the Bahamas. Mm -hmm. While I was in the Bahamas, this was 1966, we had already done a tour down the West Indies, down in, in South America and all. But um, in 66, we decided to do, or we decided to take us to um, the Bahamas. And we were in Freeport. And I heard this song. It was originally done by Arthur Pricer. Mm -hmm. Oh, good. And I heard, and I said, but you know, I could sing this song, you know? I mean, you know, uh, I, I found it very, a really strong song. So on my return to Jamaica, I went straight to, um, Coxon, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. Stadod at, um, uh, you know, at Studio One. And I said to him, you know, I would love to do this song, you know, this is a good song. And he said, ah, oh, you know, it's all right. Um, he said, and I said, yes, give me, give me a chance. And I said, I'll pick my musician. So I, I, I picked Jackie Me Too. And that's the one you heard playing only a fool. And I, and a few other musicians, you know, and we went into the studio there. And, um, in fact, I don't think, um, uh, Mr. Dodd wasn't there. So he was not on the controls. There was another fellow doing it, you know, while we recorded the track. So, and then when he heard it, he said, Oh, that's a nice, it really came out good. And then he did the mix, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, then he put it out. And of course, that was history. Mm. Only a fool. Only a fool breaks his own heart. Now, you, you talk about touring. Um, I didn't want to get into that too quickly, but um, you've been, tell me, tell, because when I came to Canada, I saw this big um, board downtown. Tony Gregory appearing tonight at a, a club. I think it's called La Cockdoor or something on um, Young Street. Uh, you, you, that was uh, what year yeah, was that? You know, touring. You know, I mean, I was touring long before that. I mean, I my first tour was with Byron Lee in 1963, where we went down the islands and went as far as Guyana, you mm. know, and it got me. It was like a bug, you know. So <laughs> then I went back on my own because I'd left Byron, you know, after this, um, uh, my darling. Mm -hmm. He wasn't too happy about that I had some success with that. Right. So that I left and, um, well, that's all right. And I left and went down. I remember going on a, on top of a ship, you know, one of these ships that carry bananas and things and goods <laughs> that goes fly from. That's where I didn't fly this time. I went on top of a ship and I was on the deck. I remember how bad it is. And that was my first tour. And I started off in Antigua. Individually, you, you alone are with your musicians. 
No, just me alone. <laughs> Damn, you boy. I went searching. I, you know, I'm, you know, I was like that. And, and I ended up meeting promoters who had saw me when I was with Byron Lee, um, the year before. And so it was, it made it much easier for me to, to get work and, you know, because I did very well actually with Byron Lee. Mm -hmm. So, um, but it was much tougher. So I went very far. I went as far as Argentina. I went all the way down. All these other countries I've never been to before. I mean, you know. Wow. And, um, oh, yes. I'm working in clubs, you know, mostly yes, clubs. Yes, yes. So tell me and, about the um, Toronto run. The what? Toronto. Tell me about Toronto because this no, is… Toronto is much later. Toronto, ah. Toronto is after only a fool breaks his own heart. Oh. Because I came to, I, I was married to a Canadian, you know, ah. down here. That was my first wife. Okay. Busy guy. And so I got a deal in America uh, with um, MGM. Mm -hmm. uh, like a, a and label. I went up there. It didn't really work out the deal because the way it was done those days. But it's a long story. But anyway, I, I, uh, I said, so let us move up to... Um, to uh canada mm -hmm. so i ended up she wanted to go up to her to see her father and all that so we ended up in um but we we're at the same time we were breaking up so we broke up as soon as <laughs> we got to um canada to <laughs> toronto right so how was toronto That's the first thing so toronto was um 66 to 67 and then 68, I left um, uh, Canada. And, and, and then while I was in Canada, I was working all over the place as well. Right. Clubs again. Right. The old club scene, you know. And um, I then I left in 68 because you remember Count Prince Miller, the late Count Prince I Miller? I know Count Prince Miller, yes. Okay. Well, Count Prince Miller was working with a band and they broke up. It was Jimmy James and the Vagabonds and in the Vagabonds. London. Yes. Okay, Jimmy James decided to go on his own and the Vagabonds broke up. And so uh, uh, Count was looking for a vocalist or, you know, to, to start a, a, a band. So um, I spoke with him and I said, hey, man, come on over. <laughs> so I went to London. <laughs> That's my step to Europe now. Right. <laughs> Worked with the band for one year, mm -hmm. running all over the place, touring everywhere. You know, um, it, it was exciting. Didn't make much money, but it was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was good experience, you know. That would have been my next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Some things you don't get money, you know. Right. Some things you don't make money. You just you just survive. <laughs> so you you did all of Europe with Count Prince Miller. But no, you no, no, no. Only England. That was only nineteen sixty eight. Oh. oh. So at what point now I came back to Canada. Uh -huh. I came back to Canada and I was there until nineteen seventy. Ah. Then I left Canada and came to Jamaica only for a few months and then Went back to London again. Man. This time, I started to record again. Ah. Because during the period of 66 to, to 70, I wasn't recording anything. So 1971, when I arrived in London, 
Again, I saw Count and there was a, 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 he had a track and he said, Hey, you know, I think you could do not my kind of thing. It was called bouncing all over the world. <laughs> and, um, he, you know, and I did it. Uh-huh. You know, it matched me because I was bouncing all over the world. And that's why I laughed. I didn't want to say it, but yes. <laughs> so it, um, you did that for Conference Miller. Yeah, no, no, not for he was a producer. Okay. Yes, but um, it it was for Trojan Records. Oh yeah, Trojan which was, label. Yeah, uh, yes, Trojan. Okay. Um, and um, it it got a lot of airplay, but I I I wrote the B side of it. You know, it was just this one song, and I wrote the B side. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happened with that was um, the the. Uh, when I got the, the, you know, payments for whatever, what was sold, which it didn't do too well, I got far much more for the B side because it was my song and from the publishing. And that's actually where the whole thing started. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, I did another song. I did another song for Trojan in, uh, 71 that came out in 72. Then I had to, go to Europe now, first of all, to Germany to, um, you know, do some promotional stuff with this song. Mm. That's it. But tell Once me, Once I hit um, Europe, that was it. You, you ever become, you don't sound like it, but do you, uh, did you ever become discouraged with these shady promoters and shady club owners and all that? Did it ever discourage well, you, you know, from singing? Uh, I always say, Karma works, you know. I mean, um, and it really does. Karma really does work. So, you know, um, you first of all have to believe in yourself, regardless of what's going on. You know, you have to be determined. And, and when one door closes, another one will open. Or when one window closes, another one will open. And if you have this attitude, then you will move forward, mm. regardless of what. Because when I went to, 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 um, to Germany, you know, uh, the, I met some, you know, the people from the record companies that I met mm-hmm. just by doing promotional shows. They needed material. They needed producers, you know, and I had a loads, loads of songs. Mm. And also, how it started is that they, I had the song in English, but they did sub, subtitles or sub, sub lyrics. For a particular um, singer in that particular um, country, mm-hmm. so I got right in there. Then I started producing as well immediately, and producing local people, you know, in Germany and you know, in Belgium and all that type of thing. Did you speak the language in a, in any of these countries? How did you get it took along? Some time, but I learned I learned a few languages. I do speak uh, fluent German and Italian. Oh. And um, a Belg uh, and Dutch, all on you know. <laughs> I do that. The other, the others are the others are in between there. But that, you have to. I, res- you, I respect. When you, you get contracts, when you get contracts, they're all in their own language. I know that's why I'm really asking you. Yeah. So you know you have to go and sort it out. All right, and I'm, work on what's in the contracts. I want to play a song that uh, you're noted for. <laughs> all right, and I want I want you to tell me how did this song come about. Gypsy, you turn 
get in the middle of this song here gypsy now tell us a little bit about was one of these uh, songs that you traveled on because even now you go back to jamaica i see you on a stage show there singing gypsy this song has been with you for how many years oh it's been all over the world with you i actually i actually released that song in 1980 oh you know every project has a story mm-hmm. i wanted to hear the story this one is a very interesting story because <laughs> again, well, again in Germany, there was this German fellow who had a million seller and he wanted a follow up. He wanted some so he could follow up, you know, and um, he was with BMG, uh, which, as you know, BMG is really a, a German company, you know, but uh, most people don't really know that. But it is a German company. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, they had asked me to, uh, this singer had asked me to write some songs. Right. But, you know, you know, I play most instruments myself. So, uh, you know, what I did is that I went into, they have their own studio at BMG in, in Munich. Mm-hmm. And I went to the studio and I, I put down about, I can't remember, I think four or five songs. Right. And one of them was Gypsy Girl. Mm-hmm. And um, in the office, when they played the songs back, everyone was into Gypsy Girl. Unfortunately, the singer couldn't sing the song. He just <laughs> he, he just couldn't get the feeling. He couldn't right. do anything with it. He recorded another song, which I did, which was called It's All Right With Me. And um, really sad. So um, they saw also other people recording the song. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, I mean, German, you know, and, and in other languages, you know. So, um, I had this demo with me because I had the demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, what you hear, this song is really a demo. It's not, it was not proper production. Whoa. It was a, 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 it was a demo to present the song. Right. You see, I took it, you know, I'm, I was in 1980, I came to Jamaica. <laughs> uh, to visit and I um, for a couple of weeks right. and I, I I had this uh, thing with me this 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 demo and I took it to uh, Byron Lee he wasn't around his son was right and I said no you, you know I think this could do something in Jamaica just like, just as it was you know and he said to me no way this could never happen in Jamaica mm. never Mm-mm. So then, so then I said, okay, i sorry that I didn't get a chance to see Byron because he wasn't around. So I went to, um, his brother 
Never Lee. Never Lee. <laughs> with Sonic Sounds. Yes. So I went to Dynamics, I went to Sonic Sounds, and he said, no, 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 no way. A nice song, but you know, the way what's, what's going on in Jamaica and the type of, you know, and this could never, you know, do anything. So what I did, I took a chance again. I said, well, why don't you release the song? I will, I will take care of the cost, you know, like, um, you know, the pressing and this and that, right, you know, and, right. um, and you get it on the radio and all that and we'll see what happens, you know. So we, we made an agreement there. So I went back. I left it there. I went back. I well, I've made a copy, and you know, I went back and um, to, I went back to Germany. Mm-hmm. And in two weeks, he called me and he said, "You can't believe what's going on." I said, what, what, "What's going on?" He said, "They are playing this thing on the radio," which he did. He put them to to the radio to see how the reaction was, mm-hmm. and everyone was calling in every five minutes. Every program wanted to. Wanted to hear the song or wanted to um, make requests for the song, mm-hmm. and it, it 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 blew out of proportion. Yes, it was. It good. went from it went into the charts at ten and went straight up to number one and stayed there for I I don't know how many how long. It, in fact, it stayed in the uh, the uh, the um, the charts for about ten months in Jamaica alone. Mm-hmm. So mm. I was a little bit surprised, but like I said, it's a demo. Yeah, well, you know, you know, this is when um, I've listened to a lot of artists. Music is all about you know when you don't really think about something. Yes, it can happen. Yes, That's yes. It. I've listened you know. to artists who said that. Oh, I didn't think this song would. Oh, it was on the B side. I didn't think it would have made it. But yes. this is how life is, I guess. It's now five o five o two, Tony, and. Um, we still, uh, you said you went to Europe all over the place. Tell me, yeah. tell me now, um, is there a place in the world you would wish to perform? Uh, I have been to practically everywhere, I think. I yes, don't know. That's why I asked you that question. That I, yes, I, it's kind of, that one is kind of difficult because there, um, uh, the places that I, I there's no wish. I mean, if I perform, there would be fine. But I mean, I've done all, I've done all so many countries, you know, some of them I, I sometimes have to think back uh, mm-hmm. to, oh, yes, I was there, you know. But this went on while I went to, to from, from Germany in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of tours, you know, uh, Japan, Russia, you know, Poland, all these the Eastern countries, Bul- Bulgaria. You know, Australia. All the, I did all that long before Jamaicans went to these places. Right, right. Actually. Wow. You know? Uh, so you don't think you have um, a favorite then? What about Dubai? I hear. Uh, you know, um, a country that I'm in love with is my wife's uh, country. Uh, country, and that is Italy. Italy. I love Italy. Yes. What yes. about Italy you love? Well, because one of my one of my hobbies is 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 wines and so they have great <laughs> wines there, you know. And yeah. good red wines. Mm-hmm. And um there are certain areas of Italy that are just absolutely when Beautiful. I go there I just I just you know, it's 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 heaven, you know. Right, right. Besides Jamaica, of course, you know. Yes. In fact what I try to do is I try to live in Jamaica sort of the way I would live in, in Italy. 
which is, you know, on the coast or on the mountains? On them, always on the mountains. I do not, you know, you know, I've spent, I've seen so many cities <laughs> and, mm-hmm. uh, and millions of people. And you it's know, the same it thing. Doesn't, it doesn't do anything for me. I need to be isolated. I need to be able to get up and walk, which I do, mm-hmm. you know, walk around. And, um, and when I go to work, I go to work. And when I'm off, then I'm off. I do not, I do not um, let the two of them clash, mm. if you know what I mean. I, yes. Uh, some artists will spend 24 hours with their music, whether they're on stage or off. I don't do that. I, you know, I break it up. So, because they say, you know, you have to live while you're alive. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I really like that. And, um, the, 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 uh, you know, um, as you said, did you ever been to Greece? Oh, yes. On a show? Oh, yes. Wow. I have I'd actually had people record my music from there as well. Yeah, because, uh, you know, why I asked you, I worked with a guy many years ago, yeah. and he had a tape session of you in Greece. I said, nah, you must. Really? T- yes. Yes, yes, yes. I don't know whatever happened to him. I could try and link him up and uh, um, uh, see if I could get it to you. But I was totally, you say, you know, Tony Gregory? Tony Gregory, and I'm looking at him <laughs> as if to say, well, "You're from Greece. Why would you know about Tony Gregory?" But he, you know, Greece is Greece is part of Europe, you know. So I mean, when you're doing tours, Greece is also part of it, you know. Right, right. And um, you know, and there, there, they have many islands, you know. All right. of islands. That oh I yeah, uh, uh, quite a few islands. Had a, had the pleasure of visiting there. I, w- one of my favorite places, as a matter of fact. And um, I had the pleasure of visiting there. And but when he hit me with that, I was totally surprised. Let me play a song and you talk to me about this. All right. Yeah. I'm sure this is Dean Fraser and Horns. The beautiful voice of Mr. Tony Gregory on CKUT 90.3 on your FM dial. This is what your money does when you give it to the station. Wow. Baby, don't you know I love you? I've been saying this all the time And if you've been hearing me now It's gonna be till the end of time I don't want you to misunderstand me I just love you It's plain to see I never want to stop it now And I just want to show this love Of mine Here we go Yes I want to hold you Yes sir 
Tony Gregory. Oh, God, Tony, I just lost 10 pounds just dancing to that, man. Tell me about this. This is uh, got to be fairly new. No, that was my last, uh, from my last album, actually, um, called Seasons. Uh, I, um, I, wait, 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 brother. I wait, brother. Wait a minute there. I haven't <laughs> received my album. So could you send okay. me off that album as soon as possible? Your last album. All right. All right. Okay, I'll do that. Please do. Okay. No problem. I don't want to come looking for um, you in Jamaica. Was, that was 2014, and I had um, uh, quite a few good musicians. It was a project that I, I sat down and I wrote the songs. And, um, you know, I uh, what you hear on the album that you would hear is that I play most of it. And I just brought in um, very good musicians, you know, like Wayne Armand played on guitar on oh, one of the tracks. From Chalice. Season. Yeah. Um, Dean Fraser played an, uh, another track. And then I have a, a scat track as well. And no, the album was well balanced and, um, did it right here in Oaks, just not very far from where I live. Ah. And, you know, quite quietly, you know. All right, and, Tony. And in fact, go ahead. They, I've been working on this new album now. The pandemic really put, um, uh, you know, um, a sticker on that one, but um, it's almost ready now, and um, it has some very good tracks in it. And but it's more leaned on reggae. It's reggae, reggae um, orientated. This reggae, this album that is coming, and right. I and it's an album that I have, um, uh, you know, I come, you know, I did um, stuff with um, the late uh, Toots. Yes, yes. I did with Ken Booth. These are people who I recorded with before, so I decided to to pull them into this, you know. 
and um then uh, uh um then i i wanted to do um uh, marcia griffiths on it mm. yes be, you know and also um i wanted to get you roy on one of the tracks but unfortunately he died oh boy um before we actually we, we had the track down but he didn't get a chance to come into the studio and do it oh boy you know it was very sad oh. and then i mean i had music really good musicians on it i mean dean fraser is on it a few times mm-hmm. uh white riches and and nam you know nambo Rob, robinson yes. plays trombone yes he unfortunately died too yes but what was what was really bad with this album although it uh it really shook me up was also my engineer who i worked with very well he got covid and died Uh, and that was uh, you know it just you know it you shook know, you it just really messed me up for a while i was just totally All right. out of it let me play this song here and you tell me after because we're running out of time here tony this is from your latest album yes this is the my darling which you first played ah this, this is, is the, the reggae version to be honest i love yes, you my darling version. i really do Hey and I hope that you love me too I wish each day I could be with you and make our dreams come true my darling yes sir Oh, and I wanted to tell you that um that was a collaboration with Barry Biggs. <laughs> That's my boy Barry Biggs. Um Yes, man. Yes. <laughs> Cuz he wanted to record it. So he wanted to say, you know, you used to love the song. Yeah, we like all you. loved it. We all every song. Yes. Yes. You know, and he said he used to walk around and tell people he was my brother in England. <laughs> <laughs> so he had the song, he recorded it, he, he recorded the rhythm and he said, you know, but I I I can't really sing it. And you know, I and you know, can't really, you know, so he approached me and we talked about it and everything. So I said, "Okay, give it to me and then I will re, you know, mess with it and do a few things with it, you know, and re-record." Good. And I did. and it turned out to be that you know yes um so you just had a preview <laughs> um tell me about this song this is a little bit different from what you this is on your the, the album you're finishing up just where oh, from the last album from the last album what's the name of this yes. um, i can't hear it when i hear it a bit i'll let right. you know all right What was that Tony? What was that? Hope you don't mind. Hope you don't mind. Mr. Tony Gregory. Oh, 
hope you don't mind that we will have to leave you shortly, Tony Gregory. And I, okay. I don't, I, I don't know what to say, but it's a pleasure talking with you, man. Believe you me. And uh, we're gonna do this again. It was a pleasure on my side too to talk to you, Howard. Yeah, but we're gonna do this again because I want the young people that are listening to you to listen to the talents and um, uh, where you've been in this world to make it who you are today. And I certainly, I personally certainly appreciate that. But you know, I'm gonna ask you two questions, and you'll have to answer them okay. in five minutes. Okay. Will you be retiring soon? Never. Good. That was quick. <laughs> Quicker than I expected. When I die. Yes. When I die, I will retire. Can I ask you a question, Tony? Because people say this to me all the time. How come you never lose uh, an octave in your voice? Why your voice remains the same? What What, what is it? I don't know. I mean, I, I, it's a blessing, you know. I, I don't know. It's, it's that. And, and maybe I don't overwork where, you know, where, where, you know, where a lot of people work, 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 work. So eventually they, they lose their voice. And I don't do that. Mm. Because um, I work when the, when the situation is right. Right. You know, and then I can give my all, you know. Yes. That's the type of thing. Yes. Because, you know, certain people, uh, uh, people has, has approached me with that. How come Sanchez still sound the same way? How can, can Boots still sound? I said, because they don't, they don't beat up their voices. You know what I mean? Right. Um, uh, um, the, I asked you about the retirement. After this last album you're doing here now, I know you've been ha having a lot of hard times with the people dying and all that. It's coming out soon. It's coming all right. out soon. When it comes out, please let me know and please send me my copy or else I'll come to Jamaica looking for you. Take that tan off your beautiful okay. face. There's, all right. There's another one in the pipeline as well, you know, uh, which has um, Ernie Wrangling playing on it oh. and all that sort of thing. Oh, all right. Is, <laughs> all right. Coming, you know? All right. That's I'm, it. A, I'm a, ahead of the times. Conversation finished because I need my albums right away. But one last okay. question. All right. One last question. Oh, and it's called Celebration. Celebration. The new album is called Celebration. Okay, so yes. when you see something on your phone says the celebration guy is in Jamaica, that means you should send his his okay. <laughs> Now, will you All be right. um no retirement, new album coming up, but will you be touring anytime soon when those albums are released? I, well, I really don't know. I I I suppose I have to do some shows. I can't help that. But, you know, it all has to do with what's opening up now because, you know, the pandemic really did put us uh, uh, really down. And, and, in fact, in Jamaica here, they just opened up yesterday. Uh, in fact, today, mm. that there is no more. It's the entertainment now is open. Mm. Good. Yes. And, you know, there are other places that are opening up. So, um, you know, that will help a bit. Mm. But I'm also very careful, you know. You have to be, Tony. Uh, it's not a joke. It's not a joke. No, so it's not a joke. And and, and the, every, every, the problem with it is that um, it's not going away. And so whenever you think Nowhere. you let your guard down, there's another new variant coming on, you know. This is it. It's crazy. Somebody was saying to me, now that the government is opening up everywhere, is it safe to go? And, and no, it's not. It, it, the, the virus is still there waiting for you. So if you want to go out there oh, yes. careless, that's your problem. Oh, yes. Uh, oh, Tony yes. Gregory, sir, I thank you. 
And I'm going to leave. May I say, Howard, Howard, may I say that it was an extreme pleasure to be on your show? Um, you know, because you, you do, you do ask questions that are, you know, most people ask very same, same questions all the time. And you really ask things that are a little bit more deeper. And, you know, you, you know, uh, you know, the background of, of, of what I do rather than just the, the, um, the front, you know. Okay. Reason. And that I appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Reason being is that I, it's a conversation I like to have with friends and I consider yes. you one of my friends. Thank you, sir. Let me leave you with this. Spring time of the life. It's spring the air in Montreal tuning. What's the name of this song? Seasons. seasons, seasons of your life. If you listen to the lyrics, it's yeah, all that's why life. I'm listening to it. And I said to myself, I gotta play this. This will, this will be on the album coming out. Oh, that's the last album which you're gonna get. Uh, <laughs> thank you for remembering. And that album is called Seasons. All right, my brother. Thank you. Be good. All right. So, folks, okay, you take care, my brother, and keep yourself warm up there. <laughs> Don't you dare come <laughs> back to Canada. <laughs> Yeah, well, I no, I see you all dressed up there in the studio. So I said, "Oh boy, yeah, it's, <laughs> and it's your equipment, yeah, we're worse." <laughs> Thank you, my friend. Be good. Yes, man. Take it easy. All right, Tony Gregory one from love. No, one love, sir, from his last album, simply called Seasons. Let's You're listen to the words of it. Tony Gregory, 